Father, we just honor you and love you in the beautiful name of Jesus. This is the day when you entered in, knowing exactly what was waiting for you. You know, the Father, that you sent your Son so that we can have complete freedom in Christ. Jesus, you wept as you entered in. Mm -hmm. There was tears of mercy. And I pray that your mercy will come down on us today. Hosanna, as we are worshiping you and giving you glory, we praise your holy name. Come, Lord, and pour out yourself upon us. In Jesus' name, amen. Such a privilege to be here with you all. Um, I was looking at my calendar, and strangely, I believe I was here last year on Palm Sunday. And how's that? This wasn't planned. This is God. You know, the word that the Lord gave me, I, I could just sat there this morning and with tears in my eyes because it's like, how did they know? How did they know? This is what God said. So I want to start with, you know, we prepared the way so beautifully. What we've done today is literally what church means. I don't even need to come up here and speak. What we did this morning, that is church. You know, when you all come down here and stood here in front, and the pastor, Pastor Troy and Pastor Rebecca, I just want to honor you and thank you for being who you are. You know, yes, you can, you can really give them. They are such, you talked about ambassadors. You know, this is what it's about. Church is not about us. It's about him. It's not about the pastor doing everything. And this is what I love this morning. The body came up. The body came and said, hey, I need prayer. The people came and the people prayed. prayed. And this was a body coming together. And God can move. God can move. When the focus is on him. Now today I want to give a word, something that really changed my heart. It changed my life with this. Um, you know, we are a family together as a body, a family of love. Now, Palm Sunday, as I'm saying, the Lord showed me the tears. He says, you know, every time you read that scripture, you see something different. But this time he showed me his tears. And I said, why was the tears? And he said this, those were tears of mercy, Rieta. Tears of mercy. You know, I can ask you this. I can ask you, what do you see in the world today? You can tell me a lot of things, can't you? What do you see in the world? Jesus knew exactly what he saw around him, right there. He saw the people even that he knew he's going to die. But he looked, he had the ability through love to see through it all, and to give mercy. He had that ability. And that ability is called love. 
And that punch is called love. And somehow in the world I see that we lack that. When we talk about what we see, something else stood up. Our anger stands up. We want to wipe them. That's normal. But when you look through the eyes of Jesus, you weep like him. And you start seeing mercy. He takes you into a next level, a next dominion. He takes us higher. And this is what the whole journey is about with Christ. He never leaves us right here where we are. He always, like Abram, he said to him, I want to make you Abraham. So for you to become Abraham, you need to come up yonder. You need to come up higher. This journey with God, he's always going to take you higher, higher. You know what higher means? It means out of your comfort zone, out of your comfort zone. That was, that's what higher means. And you know, we all want to camp out. We love camping out. We love to say, hey, this is my place. This is where I am. This is my comfort. God is always going to take you out of your comfort. Because no one grows in comfort. You know that. So the first thing that God showed me, he said, I loved how we said, blessed are the one, the king who comes in the name of the Lord. But he showed me this. He said, when Jesus came, he came to open the veils. He came to lift the veils. He came to show us mercy. He came to show us truth. How do you do that? You know, somebody said to the other day to me, oh, I come from a dysfunctional family. This is why all this. I said, hey, welcome to the club. Um, you know, we all have come from that, isn't it? I don't care how perfect you think you are. We all come from that. And one day when I tried to use that card, Jesus said to me, I know that. That's why I came. I gave you the perfect family. God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit. And just like Pastor Troy said this morning, you know, you can choose. You can choose. Do you just want to live here like Jacob, living this deceiving life where we even deceive ourselves? Or do we want to break through those walls and enter into this place that God has prepared for us? You know, when you, when you work with people with a lot of trauma, and this is what the world does to us, the world breaks and, you know, the structures and all the things that happen to people, we get broken. And even in the brain, the real brain, the physical brain, some structures are not formed because of trauma. You know, we can't handle our emotions and the, the, we struggle, we are stuck. And the other day I read an article and I literally said to the Lord, it seems like, you know, if the brain broke like that, we are stuck. He says, yes, you are. He says, that's why I came. Because Jesus, he is the way. He is the truth. And he is life. And no one comes to the Father if it's not through him. So I don't care what excuse we have. There is no excuse because Jesus came and we have the fullness in him. Now, the life of Jacob, when we focus on this life, Jesus also looked at that life and he said, you deceived. 
Because this life, when we live on, we live on the, we focus on the flaws, the sh- shortcomings. We focus on all these things. But that's not how Jesus looked at us. Doesn't what, matter what sickness you have. Doesn't matter what you face right now. Jesus doesn't look at that. He looks right past that through eyes of mercy. And he sees you. You know what he sees? He sees Israel. This is Jacob deceiver in this world. And he looked right through mercy eyes. And he says, hey, Israel, welcome. Welcome in my family. It's a new family, but you need to make a choice. You need to choose, like Pastor said, you need to wrestle for that. You need to press into that. Now, let's say, okay, Riesa, but you know, the truth is it's difficult and it's all this. Why, why am I struggle to get in there? The reason is we don't understand his love. Because we try to figure out love here on earth. You know where love started? Love started before the foundation of the earth. This is where love started. You know when God looks at you, Jeremiah, when he looks at all of us, he goes right back and he sees your identity as well. He sees your purpose, your plan, your destiny. And he's like, yes, that's my son. Yes, that's my daughter. You know you can miss that? You know you can miss that? You can live a life here on earth, even in church, and you can miss that? And today I want to give you the key. That freed me. That saved my life. And that key is his love. But you know, we are so dry yet as Jacob. We are so dry and tired because we try our best to do it ourselves. We so try to do it, be the good one, do the right things, the ten do's, ten don'ts. And we don't just, we can't get it. But it's that place where we come with a broken heart. And I come in, for, in front of his presence. And he takes my spirit and he takes me higher. And I speak to your spirit right now in the name of Jesus. Spirit, you have the ability to come up yonder. Spirit, you have the ability in you to come up higher. You have the ability in you because you are born out of spirit. You are born out of the heart of the Father. This is where you come from. You know who you are, spirit. But you need to yearn for it just like Jacob. You need to come to a place where I'm not satisfied with this. This is not what I want. I want more. I want all of him. He says, I want you to worship me and love me. Love me with all of your heart. All of your soul. With everything. But the world broke us. And our brokenness got stuck. And we get comfortable with being stuck there. And we use excuses to be stuck there. You know, I prayed for someone the other day, and they said to me, literally, before I start praying, they said, you know what, Rita, the truth is, I can't accept all this. I can't take it. I I can't take God's love. I don't know why. It's just, I can't receive anything. For real? And I said, Lord, what is this? He says, tell him, I have so much joy, so much hope, so much love for him. I said, but why is it that they can't accept? experience it, take it. 
He says, it's never that I cannot give. It's never that I am not there because the scripture says, God will never leave you nor forsake you. He will not even release his grip upon you. Surely he will not. So what is it then? Why don't I hear God's voice? Why don't I feel his love? What is it, Lord? It's those walls that we built to protect ourselves. Nobody's going to hurt me again. Nobody's going to come close to me again. And different kinds of walls. Pride is a wall. Strife is a wall. Bitterness is a wall. Anger is a wall. And all these walls protect our own heart in our fleshly way. And it just keeps us away from the love of the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. And I said, what's the answer? He says, you need to come and bring your pain. And I need to baptize your pain with my love. I need to baptize you in that dry place with my love. Do you remember the woman at the well? Oh, man, she was dry. She tried five husbands. She really thought they are the answer. Five. You know, you blessed me this morning. You blessed me. What's your name? No, you, yeah. Jacob? Oh, my word. Oh, my word, Jacob? You've tasted the world. And the Lord showed me while you were standing here, how you've tasted everything and seen everything, but you were so dry inside. And you cried out just like Jacob. You cried out. And you know, when you look up, yes, there's a dark side. It's called deceiver, where I tried my own ways. I'll do it my way. But you touched his love, and you tasted his love. You need one touch from God, and your life will never be the same. So I believe with all my heart, these two, Israel and Jacob, this is the tree of good and evil. This is the tree of life. And the woman at the well came, and she was thirsty. And she came to the right place, and we sang that song this morning, I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty, Lord. But today I'm going to pray, and we're going to ask God to go deeper. Not just fill us with the fleshly desires, but go much deeper. You know, when you run, you don't want Coke. You need water. You need water. You can't drink Coke then. And I think the body of Christ is a place. We don't want the stuff that the world offers anymore. We need the real water of life. That's what we need. The good news is that Jesus paid the price. Everything is paid, and we can just come in. Now, the beauty thing is God created us in love. He created us out of a place of love. But the heartache and the pain and the turmoil, the abuse, the wounds, the scars, those things many a times keep us away. And many a times we say to each other, well, God even doesn't even know about me. 
And this is where I want to go today too. He said to me these words. The, the scripture talks about it. He says, there will come a day with unveiled faces. We will see. So I married a girl the other day, and she came down the aisle. Oh, beautiful, isn't it? The brides are always beautiful. She came down the aisle, and as I was standing here, because they're coming now, and they can stand here, she had a veil on. And I realized she can't kiss her husband through the veil. She needs to lift the veil. Do you get that? For real intimacy. He needs to see who she is. She needs to know who he is. The true identity. The true identity. You know what? He says, we look through a broken image. We believe the broken image. Jacob believed the broken image. That's what. He, he put his head on the rock. Jesus is the rock. The living water, he is the water. And that broken image already started in Genesis 3. Has God really said? And we start questioning. And we start saying, I'm not sure if he will. Yes, he did it for you, but I'm not sure if he'll do it for me. Do you hear what I hear? An orphan heart. I hear an orphan. Do you know when people speak about an orphan spirit, that's not a demon, right? It's no demon that you need to chase. It's the condition of our hearts. It's a condition where I'm so built up with many walls that I can't even know who I am. I have so many veils. I can't see who I am in Christ. But you see, God loves us so much. That's why he died for us. And this thread of love goes right through our lives and the lives of of those who choose. And when you come in front of God, it's like we spoke about this morning, it's choices of obedience. It's choices of trusting God. It's choices of saying, Lord, I want to break through this. Lord, I want to give you my heart. Lord, I want to I come in vulnerability. Now let's talk about how these walls break. Let's be honest with each other. You know, when you now lift the veil and you get married, and now it's time for intimacy, you need to be vulnerable because you need to take off. It's a time of vulnerability. There was a day in my life, 19 years ago, and I can tell you I had walls so thick around me to protect my own heart because that's why we built the walls, to protect our own hearts. And we've been in this car accident and on the accident scene, I looked around and everything was chaos. Both my children fell out of the car and I couldn't find them and the wreck of the vehicle. Everything was chaos around me. I cried from a place that I didn't even know I had and that was my spirit. 
I cried from that place and I cried to God and I said, God, help me. What happened in brokenness can destroy you or it can save you. It can save you. We use it as an excuse. You know what happened in that moment? The veils of my heart that broke, that thick walls broke down. I had a choice that day. I can choose to sit in this brokenness and become more broken and cuts in the blood. But you know what God said to me right there? He says, all the broken pieces of your life, it's nothing more than a beautiful mosaic of your future. But you need to choose. And you need to pick up every part and bring it to me. Every part and bring it to me so that I can heal it. And his love and his blood and his mercy creates a new mosaic. You know what brokenness does? Brokenness keeps us in a void of emptiness. And then I want to fill it with something because I need something in there. So I need to fill it with normally me, myself, and I. Right? Mine was filled with me. Addictions. I don't know what. Do you fill it? Oh, praise the Lord. I don't have an addiction. Oh, the other one is control. Yes. Control. I can't let go. I try to control everyone. That's how this place looks, Jacob. And that day God took me in because my spirit all of a sudden was in front. My spirit wasn't hidden. And he took me in in his presence. It was a day where they were ready to put off my son's machines. That's the worst day of every parent that you can face. And as I cried out to God that day, he took my spirit into a place that I didn't even knew existed. After all these years in church, I didn't even know such a place exists. It's a place called love. It's a place filled with mercy. It's called the heart of the Father. That's the promised land. That's the promised land. That's the place that he's prepared for us. To come out of Egypt, right through everything. You see, Jesus entered Jerusalem, but he knew he's going to go right through everything. And when he died, he can be resurrected. Sometimes we need to die. So that we can be resurrected. Brokenness is not always bad. Sometimes it breaks us so that we can die. You know what was one of my greatest walls? It was pride. Full with self. And in this place, your relationship with God is transactional. And this place is relational. What can I get? What can I get, Lord? I want it now. Do you know you even have a spiritual age? Many a time you can see exactly what age people are.
Yes, you, sometimes I'm just looking and I'm thinking you're giving away your age. God is coming for a mature bride. He wants us mature. You can't sit forever there and waiting for God to come. He says, come, come. All who are heavy and burdened, come. This is the day. And I really believe this. That day when I met the Lord in all of my brokenness, you know what he did? He planted a seed of love. He planted that seed. I tell you, I wept. I wept. That was the first time I had an encounter with God. And I tell you, life is not about encounters. Life is about journeying with God. But that was my first time that I had an encounter. I thought I was dead. I said to the Lord, can I stay here? I didn't know what was that. Like, Paul, was I here? Was I there? What happened? He says, don't worry. I'm never going to leave you nor forsake you. I said, but I want always, I want of this. He says, I've opened the way. It's yours. It's yours. But he just planted a seed. But that seed needs water and it needs to grow. And in his presence, I drink of him. In his presence, I drink of his love. And you are sitting here today. You are so dry and thirsty. And God says, son, I know about you. Son, I see your tears. My daughter, I see how you pray. I'm here for you. But today, I want you to know that a seed grows, and it grows, and it grows, and it grows in love until it births. I was on the plane the other day on my way from South Africa, and there was a young, young man sitting next to me, and he watched a movie, and um, I couldn't help to see what he was watching. But he was watching, and this woman gave birth. And quite frankly, I could see on his face, he wasn't prepared for that. So he was like... <laughs> I could just smile. Okay. Sometimes, to birth life, is painful. But you know what? It brings forth love. It brings forth life. Jesus died so that we can have life and life in abundance. Today I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to pray that in every area of your life that God will plant that seed and baptize you with a seed of his love because that changed our life. So what I'm trying to say is you can come with an expectation, yes, I want a seed. But you can also come with an expectation, Lord, I'm so ready to birth. I'm ready to birth. None of us are in the same place. But you come with an expectation. Now, how does this look? God said to Jacob, he says, I'm taking you out of deceiving, out of the veils, and you're going to start seeing through my eyes. You're going to start looking at people, and you're not going to see what you see. You're going to look straight through them. I've learned very, very hard lessons with walking 19 years journey with my son. You know, he walks, uh, he can't walk alone. He walks, um, if he walks, you need to hold him. He can't walk two steps on his own. He, 
he needs somebody always. When he speaks, he speaks very slow and monotone. So most people can't wait, let him finish a sentence. They just can't. I've learned in this journey just what God said to, to Samuel. I don't look at what you see. That's not what I see. I look straight through. And I look at the condition of your heart. Today God comes and he wants to look straight through. And he's asking you, do you need a seed of love, my child? Because I want to birth Christ in your heart today. Birthing is not an automatic thing. Planting the seed is not an automatic thing just because you are in a church. Just because you sleep in a car or in a garage doesn't make you a car. You need to become one. You need to become one. You know, Pastor Troy was talking about when I look at someone, I can't help. My son only had one eye, the other was blind. He couldn't speak for a year. I had no choice. I quickly learned that the things that he wrote and the things that I saw didn't match because he was telling me from this place. He was telling me, Mom, Mom, I saw a bridge. Mom, I saw people that were gray clothes. Jacob's. Mom, I see people that wore black clothes. None of them could enter in. But I saw people with transparent clothes. And they ran in. And all the things that he starts writing, he says to me one day, Mom, do you know about the Laodicea church? He was 12 years old. God got my attention, I tell you that. He really got my attention. And he said one day to me, Mom, your, your clothes is gray. They are gray. It makes you very quiet. Very quiet. But in that time, because he couldn't speak, I needed to look in his eyes to see what is he saying. What is he really saying? And God was teaching me to look deeper. Don't look at what you see. Don't look at what people say even. Look deeper. What is your name? The Lord is saying to you today, I want to touch your eyes and I want to touch your heart with fire. And I want to anoint your hands and I want to use you out there. And I want you to see what I see. I want you to touch with my love. I want you to feel. What do you feel? If I say, what do you see? What do you feel? What do you feel? When you look in your children's eyes, what do you feel? Do you feel their heart? 
Do you feel their pain? Do you feel their heartbeat? I'm asking if the worship team can just help me because I'm going to do a bold step this morning. I want to ask for those who are willing to break the walls, to step out in vulnerability, to step out. I'm going to pray over you and God is going to anoint you with his seed of love. It's called a baptism of love that comes from the Father through his Son and his Spirit. No man can give it to you. It's a gift from God. And if you are sitting here today and you were saying, but I don't feel his love. I don't feel this. I want you to come today and receive the seed. The broken world has broken all of us. There's not one of us that can say, hi, I'm, I'm perfect, you know. If somebody do say that, please run. <laughs> you can start. You came with an expectation today. And God said, I want to meet you right there. I want to meet you at your expectation. I want, to, I want to start with those places in your heart that are covered with walls of bitterness, walls of pain. The walls of shame. It's between you and God. But this is how we break those walls. I just step right through them and say, God, here I am. There was a place in my heart that I battled for many years. Many, many years. I forgave. I said I've forgiven. But I didn't change anything. And one day as I entered in God's presence, He showed me, you try to do this on your own. And in His presence I saw that person. And with God's love in that place, I could do that. And the walls broke. You know what I heard? I heard it loud in my spirit. This door of oppression just closed behind you. Just closed right behind you. And I did try that for years on my own. If anyone is ready to receive the seed, you are welcome to come to the front. I'm just going to pray over you. Father, as we pray today, I ask that you will lift our veils. 
pray, Father, as I pray, that you will plant a seed of love and that the river of life will open over all of us and break these walls around us. You don't need to say it for me. You don't need to say it for anyone. But as you step out, say to the Lord, I step out in this. I step out of this place. I step out of this bitterness. I step out of this anger. I step out of this shame. I step out of this today because God is going to anoint you today. And in His presence, He's going to break these walls around you today in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I just thank you that you just come today and fill us with a fresh, fresh anointing. You've been hurt so, so bad. I see healing today in the name of Christ. In Jesus' name, Father, just fill her up with your love. name and those who's in the church in the chairs you can sit right there and God is all over he can fill you right there Thank you. 
Jesus mighty name thank you father thank you mighty mighty wall just broke thank you Lord there is nothing like your love just fill it up just fill it up just fill it up just fill it up holy he just loves you so much he just loves you so much holy more Lord just fill it up more just fill it up more thank you father thank you Jesus, I love Thank you, Father. Just thank you. Jesus, thank you. He's releasing healing as well. He's releasing healing. Release control. Release control. You need to release control. Thank you, Lord. Healing and restoration. Complete healing and restoration in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Release, release. Just pull it up, pull it up, pull it up, pull it up, Lord. Just pull it up with joy, joy, joy. I speak about joy. with his love so just receive it just receive it Mighty man of God. 
this is who you are. You're a mighty man of God. Do you hear me? He loves you. You are called for such a time like this. Father, I ask that you fill him up with your love in Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Lift your arms and receive. He's going to set you free today. In Jesus' name, release control. In Jesus' name, Lever, release control. Give it over to Him. Just give it over to Him. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name. Jesus, I Release control. He wants to fill you up. Jesus, we love you. Father, I thank you that you just fill it up. take control you need to release to enter into a next level of faith 
You know, sometimes we hold on to what we know. Sometimes we hold on to those walls and structure. It's all about releasing so that God can do the work. Sometimes it's the unknown, but He knows. He knows. There's a dart in your back and God is taking that out. You were backstabbed and God is taking that out today. In Jesus' name, and He brings healing. Thank you, Father. not been prayed for yet just come to the front just, just come on if you've been prayed for just do me a favor step step behind those that are coming to the front there you go there you go thank you he is your longing he knows your longing he knows that he knows that he's filling you up he's filling you up he's filling you up all the way to the front there he's just go. filling on, you up pushing release control so that god can fill up more Some space over here. as much as you release god fills up come to the front Gonna touch you now. We She's just never know how much control we keep. But when you release, God can do. That's how we enter and come up higher. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. You're praying for your family. You're standing in the gap for so many. receive his love you're yearning for his love you're yearning for his love this is what god shows me you're yearning for his love son drink of the fountain jesus name he loves you he loves you i don't know what's your name but you are so precious he loves you he loves you just surrender not your way god says my way holy jesus Jesus, we love My precious daughter, I love you. I love you. You are so precious in my sight. I see you dancing in front of the King. Worshiping Him. Spirit, I honor you. Spirit, I honor you. Spirit, you're beautiful. Spirit, you are beautiful. Spirit, I honor you. I love you. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Thank you, Father. Fill her up. Release your healing power in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. You are worthy. Worthy. 
Jesus, we love you. You are precious. You are worthy. 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 Jesus, I do it. This is a good day. Lord, I release control. Close your eyes and receive his love. Just release. He's going to do a good thing, a wonderful thing, breaking the structures and taking you in. Thank you, Lord. Just receive. Just receive. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You're a precious man of God, you know. Thank you for releasing healing over his body, soul, and spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. Receive. I just want to tell you something. <clears throat> the Spirit of God is here. It's not about me, it's about Him. So you can be right there. You can open your heart and you can receive right there. Lord, I give over control. That's the biggest, that's the biggest thing. Yes, there are people in this place with addictions. I see that and I break it in Jesus' mighty name. I break it in Jesus' name. But you need to step out. You need to step out and say, Lord, I break this control over me. I step into your love. I step into your love. I step into your love. I step into the fullness of your love. His love delivers us from anything. It's his love. Expect more, expect more. It's all about expecting, you see. It's just expecting and release control. That's what Jacob had to do. He struggled in his own power. You want to drink, drink of the fountain. Just drink. Oh, my word. 
release your fire in Jesus' mighty name. but you need to release control control over your finance control over your children control over every area in your life in Jesus name in Jesus name healing Father healing 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 and restoration healing and restoration healing and restoration release control fire in Jesus name When Jesus entered in, He wept because we could not see. Forgive us, Lord. We release today everything that we hold on to. We praise you. We come and buy self from the throne on everyone's eyes. that you will just come and anoint us with your wisdom and your truth and the seven spirits before the throne. Thank you for healing, restoration and your power. We love you. We honor you. We worship you. You are the great I am. In Jesus' mighty name. Worthy are the Lamb of God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Church of the North Coast. I love you so much. God bless you. Stay right there. You just line up by the door over there. Ree's going to touch you. Just on her way out, she'll touch you. Just stay right there. I just want to thank you for coming out today. We love you. We're praying for you. Live right. Love everybody. Pray hard. Pastor Lou is out at the guest reception. So if you brought a guest with you today, make sure you stop at the guest reception and see him on the way out. Don't forget, no Wednesday service, Good Friday service, and then Easter. Make sure you invite a friend. Zach, you're chosen, man. God's got his hands on you. We love you. We're praying for you. God bless you.